Hello, my lovely listeners. We just had the first snowfall of the year in Toronto, where I'm currently sitting, for anyone that's new here. And it's been absolutely incredible. I've just been sitting in my little snow globe. That's what I call my sunroom from now on. Watching kids toboggan down the sidewalk and they're making snowmen. And I'm sitting here not knowing whether to laugh or stress cry about the landscaping situation that I have going on. Uh, so I have a tenant that's moving in and I need to waterproof the side of the house and install a sub pump so he wouldn't have any issues with moisture or leaking throughout the year. But unfortunately, any contractor that I've called has had the craziest season they've ever had. And a lot of them are overbooked. Everyone is trying to do their concrete and landscaping. So I had to push it back a few days and then we had the first snowfall. So we got 15 centimeters of snow. I'm sitting with a massive hole on the side of my house that's waiting to be waterproofed. Anyway, that's what's going on in my world. It was also just Black Friday and Cyber Monday over here, and there's just a few more weeks until the holidays, so I wanted to use the time to go through how I'm prepping for the holidays this year. I talked about supply chain issues last time around, so I'm going to go into more actionable tips with this episode and ways to get you through the holiday season. So I've got 10 tips that are going to help you get the most for the least. Tip number one. This is pretty straightforward. you got to have a budget. So make a list of everyone you need to get a gift for and attach a monetary figure for how much at most you're willing to spend on this person. I know sometimes that might be kind of dreadful and dreary to think about, but it'll help you work backwards and understand what your limitations are. Keep in mind, you don't have to get a gift for everyone, right? Especially this year where a lot of people aren't going into the office. You're not seeing people that you maybe haven't seen in the past year. So just because somebody gave you a gift last year doesn't mean that you have to reciprocate, especially if you've got a tighter budget. So really think about who you want to show love to. That's what gift giving really is. It's just an expression of love in a physical way. So think about who you want to give a gift to and then add a monetary value to this person, which you know might seem kind of counterintuitive, but from a budget standpoint, this makes a lot of sense. Tip number two is something that I do all the time is make an email address that's just for shopping. So I actually have a spam email. It's called say no to spam at gmail.com. Feel free to email me there. I will not read it, but it's an actual email domain that I own. I never check it unless I need to, but I do have access to it. And whenever I go online shopping and I need to put an email in to get a discount, I use that domain. And the reason why I do that instead of my personal one is so that one, they don't sell my data and I don't get a ton of spam, but also so that I'm not tempted to actually shop at these places again. So it saves me quite a bit of money, but I do get the discounts. The other thing that I do is I unsubscribe right after so that I can resubscribe later on. So as soon as you get that first email, you can unsubscribe. They don't have you in their email list, and then you can take advantage of that discount again. Not every retailer will let you do that. Some have definitely caught on, but it's a great way to save a little bit of money if you know that you're going to be doing some online shopping anyway. Tip number three 
and this is really, really important, is to price match. We've talked about this a little bit in a previous holiday episode. This one is very different. So if you're thinking, you know, all these things I already know, definitely keep listening. There's there's a ton of gems in here. But when I'm talking about price matching, usually I do some research. I go onto Google Shopping and I type in what I'm looking for and I can actually see what retailer is offering it for what price. But if you want to save money on shipping costs, you might want to shop at a particular retailer. So the best way to do that is to price match, especially if somebody is selling that item for a little bit less. I check the company's fine print first on their website to see if they do price match. And then I take a screenshot. I also have a link saved for that item for the price. I then try to actually call the retailer or I start an email uh, chain with them or a chat if they have a live chat option. And I have proof of the item that's priced lower at a different retailer. I'll communicate with them and then I have the proof. So a couple of retailers that come to mind that I've actually done this at are Bed Bath & Beyond, Best Buy, Home Depot, Lowe's. I've been doing a lot of shopping around the house. So a lot of uh, home retailers, but they also have great uh, like tech items if you're looking for tech. And Michaels, Michaels and Walmart actually also do price matching. I've tried that there as well. The other big hack is to use Pinterest. So I don't know if I've mentioned this to you guys before, but Pinterest is my all time favorite social media. I have a board for literally everything. My future wedding, my dream house, a ton of design inspo on there, recipes, books, hair, like literally everything. And uh, if one more person asks me when I'm getting engaged, I'm just gonna tell them it's due to supply chain issues. That is my new response, that is all. So what I do on Pinterest though, this applies to everything, not just holiday shopping, shopping in general, is I upload a photo and then I do a reverse search. So if you're new to Pinterest, what this means is instead of going to click home, just to scroll through your, your newsfeed, Pinterest has a newsfeed also, I click search and then I upload a photo of what I'm looking for. And this is how I found all my furniture for my place. The algorithm has two sections after you upload a photo. They have explore where you can see inspiration and photos that match that aesthetic or what is in that photo, or you can click shop. And then that links you to local retailers because it uses geolocation. So if I'm looking to shop for things, I specifically go to shop and I see if there are retailers that are selling similar items. And then you can compare prices and pick the cheapest one. That is the best Pinterest hack of all time. And Google, you can do this on as well. You just upload a photo instead of searching with words. And that way you can find similar things. Specifically, if you're looking for furniture, it works, it works great. Tip number four, and I recently discovered this, is use Rakuten. So Rakuten is a cashback app. And if you're buying anything from gift cards for people or physical items, you can get cash back. You just need to shop through Rakuten. So they enter you into a portal and then you can use that portal to shop. And they mail you checks every quarter for shopping with them. So it's the best, it's just free money. I recently discovered this. I've been using it quite a bit, especially for holiday shopping, and I still don't know how they make money, but hey, it's working for them and it's working for me, so I'm not gonna ask questions. But seriously, almost every brand I've wanted to buy things from is on there, H&M, Etsy, Missouri, Aldo. They do 10% cash back for all of those brands that I just listed. 
for larger retailers, it's a little bit lower. I've seen anywhere from one to 10% cash back, but it's incredible. Run, don't walk sisters. Tip number five is a Chrome extension. It's called the Honey Chrome extension. And this one actually changed my life. So all the links to this, by the way, guys, are gonna be in the show notes. It takes a couple seconds to add Honey. It's basically an app you download for Google Chrome. That's the only catch. You also can't be using Safari, you weirdos. I don't know why you would even use Safari in this day and age when Chrome has like so many superior features with ad blocking and VPNs and all of that. But hey, there's there's people out there that put milk in the bowl first before they put their cereal. So definitely some weird people out there. But Honey is a Chrome extension that lets you shop like normal. You don't have to do anything. You go onto your favorite websites unless you use Rakuten first. And once you get to the checkout page, it automatically applies a coupon code for you. So it looks through the internet, it uses an algorithm to try to find the highest discount code that's publicly available, and then it automatically applies it to save you money. If you're at a computer listening to this, download it right now. If you're out and about listening to this episode as you're on a walk or just out of the house, pause me for a second, set a reminder to download it. Trust me, it's gonna change the way you shop. Okay, tip number six. If you're gonna do a lot of shopping anyways, and you're just buying a lot of things, let's say you're moving. You know, I know how hectic that can be. You've got a lot of expenses coming up. Or you're that person that's always buying things for people. You know, you like to take initiative, you book trips. Definitely think about getting a cashback credit card. So I have both an Amex and a Visa. Um, They serve different functions for me. I only have two credit cards that I use um, on a daily basis. The Amex I use for business and it's incredible. I haven't paid for a flight in the past three years because the points are amazing. So if you have a business, I highly, highly recommend getting an Amex for it. But I also have a cashback Visa card and that is a really good idea as well, especially if you're anticipating a higher volume of purchases in the next little bit. There are so many different types of credit cards out there. So if you really want to compare, there are some websites that I'm gonna link in the show notes as well. So you can do some research and see what card is right for you. It's, it's such an individual decision. So I never want to recommend one specific type of product because what works for me isn't gonna necessarily work for you. Tip number seven, experiences instead of gifts. So this is something that I definitely like to do. I'm way more of a fan of experiences over getting things that I don't need. So if someone in your family just had a baby, maybe bring them a week's worth of meals or offer to stay in and help them around the house, come clean their house. Like small, small actions like that aren't going to cost you anything. Or in the case of meals, if we're going grocery shopping, I mean, yes, inflation's affected groceries quite a bit but it's gonna be a lot cheaper than going out and buying uh, an extra gift. Or if you and your friends always get gifts, what you can try to do, and this is something that I've done with my friends as well, is we'll, we'll all go out for a night. We'll do some sort of fun event. Everyone contributes $30 or $20, whatever it is, to a shared pool. And then we'll all go to like an impromptu concert or we'll do a fun class together. So there's so many ways to gift experiences instead of things that people might not actually need. And a lot of the time they're cheaper than things and you might not even remember the useless item. 
tip number eight, if you do want to give gifts, and this is something that I've done before for like secret Santas or just with friends is I make a starter kit meme for them. So I get a fancy box from the dollar store. I go to Canva, which is a website where you can edit photos. And that's how I make all of our Instagram posts, by the way, on Canva. It's amazing. Absolutely love it. I actually have a discount code if you use Canva, but want to try the pro version. That's in my in my bio if you guys want to check that out and save some money but on canva i make a meme of a starter kit and what that person loves and it's just like five things that make them who they are so the first bit is the actual memes and then in the starter kit i put in things that are like their favorite drink so bottle of wine or a few beers um i add in a holiday treat and then i put in a gag gift or like something small that's going to make them laugh Gift giving is my love language. When I give gifts, I really get a lot of joy from it. And I try to make it more about the person, more about the experience, the things they love than the actual item. That's a great way to do that. Just takes time, right? That's ultimately what it is. Like if, if somebody sees how much time and effort you've put into something over just getting them a gift card, I feel like they appreciate that so much more. Cards are a great way to do that as well. So I like to make homemade cards. I know not everyone's got an artistic eye, but if you see funny cards on Etsy or even like if you're out and about at a, at a smaller shop, people really appreciate those and they keep them. Like I, I keep every card that I've gotten for the past five years. Not much of a hoarder. I'm definitely more of a minimalist, but I like to keep sentimental things like that. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who's got a drawer in their office filled with cards. Tip number nine. Don't fall for buy now, pay later schemes. Buy now, pay later seems like such a good idea until it's not. If you can't afford to pay for it now, you probably shouldn't be buying it. And you don't, you don't need to finance a $100 or less purchase. The interest on it is going to add up and it's so much better for your financial health if you just avoid the payment accumulation. So this, this is how people fall deeper and deeper into debt. If you have a lot of debt, the holiday season can be so daunting. So if you if you have friends and family that are expecting gifts from you, the best thing to do is just to have a conversation with them and approach it from a situation of like no shame, no shame, no judgment. You, if you're listening to this episode, you're learning how to be a better person. You're learning how to get better one day at a time. So you just need to be open with them. You can say, Hey, I'm going on a journey where I'm trying to get rid of bad debt, getting closer every day. And I just, I don't want this holiday season to be like one step forward, three steps back. And I fall into my old patterns. So how about you come over for dinner, I'll make us food and we just enjoy each other's company or we go for a walk. Keep, keep in mind that spending time during the holidays is what the holidays are about. It's not about giving gifts. So that's that's one way that you could have a conversation with somebody just to help them see things from your perspective but don't forget the essence of the holidays and tip number 10 don't forget about yourself this one a lot of other financial gurus not that i am one are they're not going to agree with this but that's okay remember you've been working so hard all year you're probably burnt out COVID's been tough on a lot of people and that's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that you've had a hard year and 
to want to treat yourself a little bit. It's just, it's really easy to go overboard. So don't be afraid to treat yourself and get yourself something nice to keep you going and to keep you motivated, but definitely don't go overboard. You do want to show yourself some love and appreciation too. So all that money and investing that you've been doing, that is contributing to helping you get to a better place. So if you can budget in a little bit just to show yourself some appreciation, I highly, highly recommend it. I gave myself a holiday gift this year. I got myself a Dyson Airwrap. I've been researching and looking at it for so long. So finally got myself one because I figure, you know what? Why not? I deserve it. That's your sign to not forget about yourself as well. I mean, if you're in a situation where you've got a lot of debt, definitely be mindful of that, but hey, don't be so hard on yourself. Those are all the money and investing tips that I have for you guys today. I hope that helps you get the most out of this holiday season. It was a shorter episode today. I'm gonna, uh, for the rest of the year, they are gonna be shorter episodes. And then in the new year, that's when we're starting the YouTube channel. So I'm going to have a lot of very interesting guests. I have a few episodes already recorded that are going to be posted. I just want to make sure, especially with the algorithms, that I'm being consistent moving forward. So what you can expect from me is episodes every week on Wednesdays. I'm going to be posting them at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. So at the exact same time they're going to be ready for so if you want to go for a walk or whatever you do normally when you throw on the Miss Independent show, I want you to make sure that you've got an exact time that episodes are going to be released. So 8 a.m. on Wednesdays, stay tuned. There's some really, really good episodes that I have on deck for the rest of the year. One on goal setting and a reflection exercise for you guys. You know I'm all about that kind of stuff and I'm really excited to share with you certain things that I do and just thought-provoking tips that will help you understand where you want to be next year and reflect on how far you've come especially if you've been like a long-term listener if you've listened to most of these episodes I feel like you're probably in such a better place than where you initially started so give yourself some credit for going out consuming all the content and actually taking action that's the most important thing if you're listening to the episodes but not taking action that is something that I'm going to challenge you to change thank you guys so much for being here a lot of really great stuff on the go and see you guys next week ciao for now